the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, your happy host here on a Saturday afternoon in Southern California. Now, if those of you who have never heard my show before... I want you to take a look at our Firing Line uh, website, which is FiringLineRadio.com, or check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. On those websites, you're going to find our podcasts, uh, you're going to find uh, news stories, things that are we need to be aware of that are going on in our, in our state or in the nation, and some fun stuff, too. One of the great things that I get to do on my Facebook page and Firing Line Radio Show website is I get to do product giveaways. And this is a pleasure for me because I have great sponsors who support this show and they send me product, which I'm able to give out. If you were at the Precision Bolt Rifle Challenge at West End last month, you noticed there's a whole bunch of things there from cutting edge bullets and silence communications. And, um, you know, we're giving away bullets uh, for guys who shoot long range rifle. So I thought that would be the great place to do that. But I wanted to introduce to you the, one of the gentlemen who makes these things possible. And his name is Daniel Smichko. Daniel Smichko is a president owner of cutting edge bullets. He's calling to us today from Pennsylvania. And I want to welcome him to the show. He is also also, folks, is you know he's president, owner of Cutting Edge Bullets, blah blah blah. But he is the king of two miles. He actually has the title of the king of two miles for a shooting contest that happens in New Mexico. We'll talk a little bit about that. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Thanks, folks. Glad to be here. Uh, we're glad to have you, and thank you again for your support. I know that um, you know. Like I said, I go to these shooting contests and I'm handing things out, and everybody loves it. Uh, and a lot of positive comments about the cutting edge. You know, guys are yeah. enthralled with it. You make a superior product, and it does help in, in all these things. So, just for those people who have been living under a rock, also known as Santa Monica, um, let's let's say what what is different about a cutting edge bullet versus your traditional um, bullet. Well, cutting-edge bullets, regardless of which line it is, which we have, well, I don't know, seven or eight lines of different types of bullets now, they're all wave-turned monolithic solids. Uh, they're either turned out of uh, brass or a copper material. Um, all of them are held to very, very strict, uh, tight tolerances. Even our handgun bullets, you know, people don't uh, look at handgun bullets like, you know, they're a super accurate match type bullet, but in our eyes they are. And, you know, you can absolutely notice it when you, uh, if you're a good enough shot to see it with a handgun, you will notice an, an accuracy improvement. 
That, that's kind of funny if you're a good enough shot. <laughs> well, this this isn't any more accurate than the other stuff. Well, friend, you're not that good of a shot. So <laughs> now you mentioned that your bullets are lathe turned. Now this is what's interesting is you're starting with copper bar stock or, or rod, right? Yeah, we start with uh, copper bar stock or, or rod and round bar. And, you know, depending, you know, and it's all different sizes, of course, depending on your, you know, caliber that you want to uh, turn. And we do all of our turning on uh, Swiss screw machines, which are one of the most precise pieces of equipment out there to make small precision parts on. Um, you know, and it's all done in single operation. It's usually very quickly done. Um, well, I wanted to ask bullet. you that. How long, how long does it take? I mean, obviously... It, I don't own one of these Swiss CNC machines, but uh, obviously, you know, it's, it must be fed in from behind, and then the operation's performed, it's cut, and it's moved on. How long does it take to make each bullet? Well, you have, uh, you know, depending on the bullet, of course, if it's an MTAC bullet, you know, our match tactical line, which has no hollow point, and it is a uh, uh, very precise but a very simple bullet, I'll call it, you know, they run uh, for your smaller calibers. We can make one in uh, 15 seconds. Um, you know, your larger calibers, of course, would be more, you know, in the 20-second range or 21 seconds uh, per bullet. Or, you know, you get into, you know, handgun bullets where they're sliced and, you know, all kinds of magical things done to them to get them to expand at very low velocities. You know, one of those might take 36 seconds to make. But even at that, they're fairly quick. Well, that's pretty interesting. So as you've got an entire warehouse just turning these things out. Yeah, right now we have uh, nine pieces of uh, CNC uh, equipment, the Swiss screw machines. Um, we don't run uh, projectiles on all of them. That's, you know, like 10% of our business. And the rest of it is, uh, you know, other precision-turned products. Now, um, accuracy is all about repeatability, right? You can you can have a very accurate load that it doesn't shoot very fast, but it's just consistent, and consistency breeds accuracy. Um, so how consistent are you able to make these bullets when you're doing them this, as, a, as opposed to the, uh, you know, the copper core, and or the copper uh, jacket and lead core style bullet? Well, uh, we typically hold and regardless of uh, up to and including 375, uh, 408, and 416 Barrett, uh, we typically hold our weights within one-tenth of a grain, uh, plus or minus one-tenth. We have an internal tolerance on the, you know, like the 408, for example, and the 416 of like plus or minus, you know, three-tenths, but we never vary more than plus or minus one because of, you know, the, the sizes we're able to maintain. Uh, for, for the most part, uh, a cup and core bullet, I'm, I'm not sure how many of your readers have ever took a box of 50 and weighed each one to see what they are, but, you know, you take a, a bullet in the uh, range of a, like a 200 green 30 caliber or something, and, you know, it's not surprising to see a couple greens difference in weight. Couple and greens. certainly... Certainly, couple greens difference from lot to lot. Interesting. Now, one tenth of a grain. A, a grain, and you know, obviously we get grains of sand, we get grains of rice. But when we're talking about grains, and it comes to weight, I believe there are seven thousand grains in one pound. 
So you're talking about one-tenth of one grain. So that's like point zero zero seven pounds? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. So microscopic differences, and that's that's why you have those kind of tolerances allow repeatability on an unbelievable scale, which allow you to do things like hit targets at two miles with repeatability. <clears throat> Again, I'm going to tease with that, so we'll get into that. A little bit later. Now, you have uh, a line. You just said you have a line of your target bullets, your M-Tacs, which are solid, and those are a little less expensive than some of the others, but you have a line of hunting bullets also. Two lines, actually. The MTH, right? The Match Tactical Hunting, and the lasers. Yes. So how is how is the construction on your hunting bullet different from your target bullet? Well, the hunting bullets are made to expand first, first of all, so they're all a hollow point design of some sort. Uh, the MTH, um, I, I did mention to you prior when we were having a little chat that there's going to be some changes coming up on those to make them expand much better at a lower velocity. You know, so they're still uh, the, the, uh, they're still going to be a little more economical than a two-piece bullet and one that has a tip in it, like a laser bullet. You know, laser bullets are like your, you know, any other traditional tipped bullet. And I might add that no, our tips do not melt. <laughs> well, so, you know, there, um, there's been some problems with that. Yeah, well, you have that's a, what I hear. But you have a melting I, tip on a bullet, um, and people are actually advertising. Hey, by the way, our tips no longer melt. Um, but how? Do, that's the leading surface going through the air, and if it's deformed, what's that going to do to your accuracy? Well, yeah, I mean that's going to go go to a pot real quick. Not to mention your VC loss is going to be crazy, and it's going to probably, I would assume, it's going to be very inconsistent because your shape of your bullet nose is not going to be the same all the time when it's as it's melting going through the air. So basically your nose is at a joint is uh, what happens when you shoot those particular bullets? I, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I don't have first-hand experience with that. Uh, I know we do our VC testing right now at, for our long-range stuff at... Uh, 650 yards, and we do it as a, in a timed manner, meaning uh, using acoustic targets downrange. And I can assure you that, you know, when we post those BCs, that not all of our bullets are tested that way. We'll, we'll try to finish that up this summer, but all of those bullets that we post uh, firm data on for our BCs are tested that way. So if that, even if that tip was melting, it is what it is. That's what our, you know, ballistic coefficient is over 600 or 600 or 850 yards. Well, you hopefully know. hopefully we don't have the, the lava-tipped style bullets. Now, what, what we're talking about here when, when we say BC, it's a number. It's called ballistic coefficient. It's rifle guy talk. Uh, so we all sound cool when we're with our friends. But what it basically means is how much gas mileage your bullet gets for the amount of powder behind it. So, you know, some bullets are more efficient than others. Some guys are shooting like a Chevy van, and uh, some guys are shooting, you know, a, a Prius. Now, not, you know, that's probably the best thing I've ever said about a Prius, but, um, you know, some are much more efficient in the air, which allows it to fly more consistently, to fight the wind, and to deliver more energy downrange with less powder behind it. Folks, this is Fireland Radio Show. I'm here with Daniel Smichko. We're going to come right back and talk more about uh, bullet, bullet design, and what you can do to win some after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, 
or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and cutting-edge bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. That's right, folks, boomstick radio. And you know, you know this. Everybody knows this. You have the right to bear arms. And as a good citizen, you want to exercise your rights in a responsible way. Our sponsor, Vince, owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside, wants to stress the importance of safety in firearm usage. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or target shooting, it's important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety training course, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential for the safe, efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to buy and use a firearm properly. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or visit the website bullseyesport.com for a schedule of classes. Because of Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Thank you very much, Vince, for your sponsorship. Um, check him out, folks. He's, you can actually buy some cutting-edge bullets there. So. Go on down to Vince's and tell him you need. You talk to Daniel Smichko on the radio, and uh, hey, hook him up. You need some cutting edge bullets. So here's the deal. Um, just throw away my notes because who needs notes, right? Uh, we're talking with Daniel Smichko, the owner of Cutting Edge Bullets, and he's involved in the design of very precise bullets. And the reason that they're very precise is it's all about accuracy. You want to may- be able to. Call your shots, make the shots that you have to make, and there's a fun element in this. Nobody is really going to be called upon to hit a target repeatedly at 2,000 yards, but some people want to. Um, you know, the big push right now, you have all these guys on Outdoor News Network or different shows talking about how far they can shoot something. You know, it, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's where uh, the path between science and skill crosses, and how do you come up with this? So let's talk a little bit about that, because as the king of two miles, Daniel, how did that come about? <laughs> a little bit of luck. Um, oh, no, okay, never uh, mind then. <laughs> no. I mean, as with any extreme long-range shooting, I mean, first of all, the, the that particular match, you know, they didn't have targets out to two miles last year because they just couldn't get it ready. Uh, logistically, it just wouldn't happen. And then to try to, you know, get a target on the side of the mountain, it didn't work. So the furthest target they had at last year was 2,400 yards. Now, this year, they are going to have the two-mile shot. So, uh, 
you know, we'll see what happens this year. But, uh, you know, you have to qualify to get to that point to begin with. So um, I don't know if too many people are going to be shooting at that two-mile target. Well, you know, take a look at a rifle, um, something like a thirty thirty. okay? That's a lever-action cowboy gun. Um, everybody knows what a Winchester Model 94 is or a, a 1895 a Marlin. So we, we've all seen them. You know, I could say even the 92 Ross here and so forth. But, hey, we're moving on. You know, that is a high-powered rifle cartridge designed in the 1800s, but it's a short-range cartridge. Do you think it would even launch the projectile two miles? I don't think that they would make it two miles. So that's what I wanted to to make out is is the kind of of gear you're using and the cartridges and the bullet design, you're accurately – throwing a projectile that far when another modern cartridge can't even push a bullet that far. I mean, aiming it at 45 degrees (laughs) downwind from the top of the hill to the bottom of the valley, the, because of the uh, drag on the bullet projectile, its design and its shape and its initial velocity, uh, it causes so much drag. Again, it's not efficient. It's like driving a Chevy van versus a Prius. As far as mileage is concerned, when you're dealing with energy flying through the air, it simply can't get there from here, right? That is correct. So, it's a long ways to stay in the air. But, and so you're talking about flight time. So if you're going 2,400 yards, your bullet is in the air for approximately how long? Well, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'll say it's probably more uh, along the line of like four seconds, five seconds. <laughs> four seconds. I'm laughing because something happens during four seconds when your bullet is in the air, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what the, the strange thing is about, you know, the extreme long-range matches. It's one thing for somebody to, you know, you know, acquire a target at 3,000 yards, for example. You know, if you can pick the time of day and the perfect day and all that, you know, the weather conditions to um, make you able to do that. But in a competition-type situation, you know, that doesn't happen. And so, to me, it's... It's kind of silly to even uh, have a competition that far at this point. I don't think uh, anybody is good enough to do it just yet, uh, unless you're really lucky and the and the conditions stay, you know, very good, you know, throughout the day, which is very very rare. Okay, so the four second flight time. This is again, this is conceptual here, folks. So if you're falling asleep at the wheel, I apologize, but it's an important thing. You've got line of sight, so you're looking at your target. Okay, and your eyes see it. Well, there's a slight bend in the light, but anyway, your eyes see it pretty much straight. If you almost like a laser beam, so your target acquisition through your optics is pretty much straight. But your bullet path from point A where you are to point B where you want to hit the target, it looks like a rainbow arc when you're shooting those kind of distances. Correct? No, oh, that is correct. Depending on your caliber and what you're shooting, it could be hundreds of feet of drop. Hundreds of feet of drop. So that also means that at some point the bullet has to go above your line of sight and then it has to descend all the way back to the target. So there's a over area where you could have <clears throat> you could have a 10-story building between you and the target at 2,400 yards. Shoot at the target. The bullet goes over the building and then back down to the target. Correct? Absolutely. Correct. It's like a golf shot. Tiger Woods, we're going to put it over this tree, through the woods, nothing but net. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's one way to look at it. So that height, I mean, the bullet is literally climbing a, a couple hundred feet above your line of sight. For your shooting, how far above your line of sight did it actually go? Uh, well, again, of course, that uh, de- de- depends on how far you're shooting. If you're shooting at, you know, 3,000 yards, you're it's you're looking, at, your bullet is is a couple hundred feet above the line of sight. <laughs> you know, um, it's, uh, you know, you need, uh, let's see, I think we need 20, 30, 30 mils, and a mil is 3.6 MOAs, and an MOA is roughly one inch at 100 yards. You can do the math. It's about 200 um, minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at, uh, you know, 35 mils or something to get to 3,000 yards. That's a, it's a pretty incredible. So, again, so the bullet flight goes way over and above a target, comes back down. Now, but during a four-second flight, when the bullet leaves your barrel, goes, climbs 200 feet, descends 200 feet, and hits the target, uh, we're on a planet that is rotating across the universe and passing the sun on a, a typical manner, doing so by spinning. So the other thing that happens is the Earth turns for four seconds while your bullet is not affected by by the uh, Earth's movement, but your target is, right? That's correct. So if you're looking due east, 90 degrees, the Earth is coming towards you. As we rotate, the sun comes up. Is it that way? No, the wrong way. There's going away from you. Sun comes up in the east, sets in the west. We rotate from the left to the right. So um, the east is falling away. So if you're aiming at your target, everything's perfect. Your calculations are fantastic. You set, you fire the shot. It goes off. It climbs 200 feet, and it's dropping. And all of a sudden, you're hitting 11 feet high. Why? Be- <laughs> because your target in four seconds is not where it was when you shot. It literally is a moving target when you're shooting that far away. And if you're facing directly due west, then you have the same thing. You're going to fire and you're going to hit 11 feet low because your target is actually rising during that four-second uh, time frame. And then if you're aiming north or south, you're shooting to the right, you're shooting to the left. And if you're at any of the other different angle, there's all kinds of just wonderful things in there to confuse you. So I, I have to ask this question, and that is when you're trying to shoot this kind of a distance, at what point does it quit being long range shooting and start becoming artillery? My personal opinion, I think it's, you know, I think what we're capable of and doing with, uh, any amount of predictability, uh, you know, I think we're limited to 3,000 yards. Not saying you can't, you know, acquire targets beyond that um, and and hit them on occasion, but not with any high level of predictability. Predictability, repeatability. Otherwise, you're just making noise out in the middle of the desert. Correct. You You know, know. if you you fire 500 rounds downrange at something that will get to 4,000 yards, uh, you, you know, if you're lucky enough, you're going to hit that target. Yeah, you'll hit it. You'll put it on camera. Be a YouTube sensation. Look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. but we'd like to see the 499 outtakes. So exactly. don't forget those. No, Phil, Phil, name target three consecutive shots. That's something different. It, that's absolutely something different. Philip Naiman here with Cutting Edge Owner Daniel Smichko. We'll be right back after this. Pull. 
Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use-of-force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Sitting here with uh, Daniel Smichko of Cutting Edge Bullets. He's out there in Pennsylvania, so I actually I kind of fibbed when I said I was sitting here. But I'm sitting here talking to Daniel Smichko. <laughs> and I like to be accurate, right? And uh, this whole show is about accuracy. Uh, Daniel Smichko is owner of Cutting Edge Bullets. They make Swiss CNC machined rifle and handgun bullets. And they do so because they can get the absolute, absolute utmost repeatability and perfection when it comes to the design. One of the things is we went off the last air, uh, Daniel made a comment that anybody could take, you know, 500 rounds of ammo and walk it out to a target and eventually make a hit. You know, we see a lot of that on, on the YouTube videos where it, you know, a guy has a timer and says, ready, go, bang, oh, I hit the target. Uh, what they don't show you is the 212 outtakes where he didn't hit the target or did it in a slower fashion. So, you know, anybody can make it if you shoot enough ammo at the target, but to hit it consistently three times in a row, isn't that one of the uh, the tests that you guys have, Daniel? Pretty much, yeah, and that's, that's what's impressive to us, and I know I'm going to take crap over that because... You know, some people pride themselves on making extreme long-range shots. And and it does take, I'm not going to say it doesn't take a lot of skill, because it does. But uh, I don't like to rely on, you know, as much luck as I do skill in order to, you know, acquire a target at extreme long-range. It, it needs to be predictable. Well, otherwise, it's, it's chatter. I mean, if you're out there and you've got, you know, five cases of ammunition and you just okay that was 400 feet low let's raise it a little bit okay that was 
800 feet low, you know, um, you know, you're walking it in. But what you want to be able to do is acquire the target, get an accurate range on it, come up with your solution and have a high probability of a first round strike. That's the important thing. That's long range shooting, you know, and and when it comes to hunting, you know, I, I can't stand the idea of somebody shooting long range at an animal saying, oh, okay, aim a little higher this time. You know, if you're if you're not familiar with what your gun does at that distance, you really have no business shooting at a live animal at that distance because you're making the decision to take that life and you need it is your responsibility and i I harp about this a lot it's your responsibility to do it in a clean efficient manner if you're going to take that animal you deserve it deserves your respect and you do it as quickly and efficiently as possible and you don't you know just keep shooting until you hit something that's what a slob does and we won't tolerate that right that is correct yeah there's nothing worse than you know having somebody doing something half-assed exactly and so let's talk a little bit about your uh about your handgun ammunition now what's different about this handgun ammunition again it's all copper but what's different about the handgun ammunition is it's designed to have a penetration and expansion all in one bullet yes yes and it, and it accomplishes that very well and some people complain about the price but in order to accomplish certain things there is a price that you have to pay for it well, you've got dedicated machines. It takes, you know, you can only make two bullets a minute. So it's not going to be a very cheap bullet. But the other thing is, if you're going to have, if you're going to have defensive handgun ammunition, what you're carrying in your CCW or in your home defense, okay, it's important that you have one that absolutely works as best and as accurate as possible. Does that mean that you're going to be buying, and I'm sorry this might upset you, uh, Daniel, but are you going to buy you know, 500 rounds of, of uh, PhD ammo and go to the range and practice every weekend? Probably not. You're going to use range ammunition for that, sight in your gun for the, the high-end quality ammunition, and then that's your carry ammo. So, yeah, it might be expensive, but you're not going to be shooting three cases a month of it. Yeah, absolutely not. I wouldn't do it. You know, it's it's just it's just not practical to do that. You don't need to do that. You know, part of you know personal home defense and personal uh, defense in general is is you know firing a lot of shots downrange and knowing exactly what you're doing. If you have to aim your gun, your your handgun at an intruder, you are hosed. You're dead. You know, and the only way you can do it, you have to almost instinct shoot uh, to protect yourself and do it properly. And you're not going to do that buying two boxes of ammunition and going to the range and shooting it and say, oh, I'm good enough. Right. So so what you do is you, you train and you train and you train, and then you have this ammunition that's your carry ammo. You're going to want to shoot it enough to make sure it cycles through your gun, your, you understand how it's working, and your sights are lined up. So you know, you're accurate right. with it. So you might end up with two or three boxes, but they're going to last you your lifetime. So it's important right. that you continue to practice cost for carry ammo, you know, how much is it going to cost you if you have the wrong ammunition in your gun when you shoot somebody? What does that mean? It means you've got a, a bad guy hopped up on crack coming down the hallway and you reach for your 9mm and it's got, you know, 10 rounds plus one in the tra- chamber here in California of a full metal jacket. And, you know, you unleash a volley of torrents and it doesn't break any bones. And this guy is on crack or PCP or something. Um, He will eventually bleed to death and die, but it may take three or four minutes. And 
He probably yeah. won't be very happy with you for those three or four minutes. So it's important that you have the right defensive ammunition at the time, because what will it cost you if you don't? You know, those right. those hollow, those full metal jackets, they go through him, they go through the wall. You've got neighbor issues if you survive. Um, you want something that expands into the target delivers all the energy possible and breaks down the target. That's what this is designed to do. It's a defensive bullet. You know, PhD, personal home defense. This is not an offensive weapon. This is a defensive weapon. If you have to use it, you need something designed to give you the best advantage that you can possibly have. And um, you have them in several different calibers, uh, 380, 9mm, 40, and 45. And you'd said uh, off the air there that you're going to send us out some. So we will actually be able to deliver 380, 9mm, 40, 45 caliber. Um, we'll, we'll take them over to Vences. You can pick them up there if you win them. And how are you going to win them? I'm going to make some posts on my Facebook page. And you're going to have to share those on your Facebook page. So subscribe to the podcast for free. Share the posts. As long as I have them, we'll be giving them out. Uh, you have to pick them up over there in Riverside Events' store, and it'll be good for everybody all the way around. And, Daniel, thank you for that donation. No problem. Um, and I'm sure there's some rules like, oh, your mileage may vary and, uh, you know, well supplies last and all those other fun things. But basically on the Firing Line Radio Show, if you're going to whine about it, you don't get to win anyway. So that's the way it works. Hey, um I got this 45 Long Colt. I talked about it last week. 45 Long Colt Ruger Red Hawk. And one of the things I was excited about this particular gun is because I do hand loading, the Ruger Red Hawk can take a, a stiffer load, if you will, than, say, a Model 25 Smith & Wesson. And one of, the, one of the bullets you make in the pistol is 45 caliber. You make a 155 grain hunting bullet in 45 caliber. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that, I mean, that is a bullet that is very well suited for, you know, your medium-sized game animals. It is, it, it is light for a forty-five caliber uh, bullet, but, you know, it has been used very successfully on deer, even bear. You know, bear is a pretty thin-skinned game animal. They're not real hard to kill. Uh, hogs, uh, they believe it or not, I mean, we've had people uh, have very good luck with them. With hogs now, I mean, at a 45 ACP, that's the speeds. That's not all that impressive, you know. But when you start uh, shooting it out of a 45 Colt, you know, you just added, you know, 400 feet per second to a 45 ACP. That, that becomes uh, pretty impressive. So what that means when you're adding speed to the same weight bullet, you're adding energy downrange, and mm -hmm. that's the important factor here. With a lighter bullet like that 155 grain bullet out of a uh, 45 long Colt with proper hand loads, you may be able to see velocities of 18, you know, 1500 to 1800 feet per second, which Definitely. is screaming for a yep. handgun. Uh, your bullets are designed to perform up to 2400 feet a second, right? That's correct. So if you had a lever action uh, a lever action rifle, you know, you can load them up, you know, a little over 2,000 feet a second and still have great performance in a lever action and have some, you know, down, you have a 200-yard gun out of a 100-yard cartridge. Yeah, we have quite a few people using our 44 caliber handgun bullets and a 444 Marlin, and uh, they're very successful. That sounds awesome. Okay, folks, this is Philip Naiman with Firing Line Radio Show. I want to thank my special guest, Daniel Smichko. He has been an awesome supporter of this show. Um, and, and, you know, 
people support the show, but I only let them support the show when they have great products that we can share. So cutting edge bullets is something I hunt with, I shoot with, I believe in. They, uh, they're in my 45 ACP. If uh, anybody really wanted to know, that's... <laughs> <laughs> There's some PhD ammo at home, um, and uh, hopefully it stays there. Anyway, but for repeatability, consistency, accuracy, you want to give them a shot. Cutting Edge Bullets, cuttingedgebullets.com. And uh, we'll be posting some stuff on our website, or on our website, on our Facebook page. Some of the videos you've done for the terminal ballistics on the PhD ammo, which is very, very impressive. Daniel, thank you very much for joining me. You're very welcome, and uh, anytime we'll have to do it again some other time. All right, and enjoy the uh, King of Two Miles here in New Mexico, the end of June. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Are you in the firearms industry, a law enforcement or military background, or just a gun enthusiast with a desire to train others to develop firearm knowledge and skills? Become an NRA certified instructor in pistol, rifle, and shotgun with training at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. Classes are now being offered. This training is not available everywhere, and all training is done in-house. To preserve our gun rights, all gun owners need to be properly trained. More certified NRA instructors are needed to train. Train the multitude of new gun owners in proper gun safety and training. Become a certified NRA instructor. Call Riverside Indoor Shooting Range for information about the courses being offered and enroll today. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the place for you. Whether you're an expert marksman or you've never shot a gun but want to learn, call the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. 951-353-0001. 951-353-0001. 951-353-0001. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Entertained and interformed and out there having a boomstick weekend. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I hope you're having a good time. I'd like to thank my special guest, Daniel Smichko. He had to go at the last segment there. Uh, he's out in Pennsylvania. They're the owners and operators of Cutting Edge Bullets. They make a fantastic precision rifle bullet and unbelievable handgun ammunition, fully loaded. So you can get that in uh, 380, 9mm, 40 caliber, and 45 ACP, or you can buy the bullets, load your own, as you heard me talking at the end um this new ruger redhawk i have i plan on loading up that 45 long colt as hot as it'll go and uh chasing some bears down some bear alleys in the uh, san Bernardino forest with that so that's what i'm looking forward to this year i can't can't wait for that one of the other things last week as you heard um alien gear had sent us some things so uh this week they sent me some more well, uh, there's only so many I can wear. So what I'm going to do is Alien Gear has sent off their brand new outside the waistband holster. So it's just called their Cloak MOD outside waistband holster. They sent it to me in a nine millimeter shield. So it's an awesome little holster. It deals with its the retention is dealt with like a sandwich, meaning that the tighter the sides are, the more retention it holds. It's fully adjustable. So. There are screws on the outside of this holster that as you tighten them down, you end up with more retention. There's not a safety click on it like a Safari Land, which has a button you have to push um, 
Serpa Blackhawk have those too, but those are kind of by the trigger. Uh, Safari Land usually uses a, uh, a thumb brake or a um, middle finger uh, of your drawing hand for a release, but not anything that activates the index finger. This one is simply held on by retention, so you can adjust the screws to have the right tension that you want. Make sure it doesn't fall out if you're ever um, scuffling or tripping or anything of that particular nature. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this away. So I'm gonna give this away to somebody who shares a post from Facebook dealing with the alien gear holster. So I'll take some pictures of it. You share that again, subscribe to the podcasts and um, I'll announce who wins this, but it's a really nice. If you've got a shield, this is a great little holster to use a Smith and Wesson shield, not a, not a uh, medieval shield. If you have a Smith and Wesson shield, uh, it's outside waistband holster. This would be a great practice holster for something like IDPA. It's not probably not going to be good enough for concealed carry because outside the waistband does tend to make you profile quite a bit. But, um, you know, for dealing with IDPA or walking around outside in the, in the woods, it'd be a great little Kydex holster, hard plastic holster, um, for you. So that's the Alien Gear Outside the Waistband holster. And again, you'll have to pick that up over at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. But it's awesome little thing. It's got a small little paddle, clips on the inside of your belt, hooks underneath your inside of your waistband, hooks underneath your belt, and uh, just gives you some nice, nice features on that. So again, share on Facebook. Facebook is made for sharing. Share the posts, win the swag. It's really easy. So the other one that they have um, from Alien Gear that they sent out, they're inside the waistband holster. Now, what's nice about these is it's adjustable for ride height. Ride height on a holster, what does that mean? Well, if you just clip it onto your belt, you may have a gun that's sticking up three or four inches above your belt line, and if you're wearing a jacket or a loose cover garment, it's going to profile. You really want the butt of the gun to be about level with the um, with the top of your pants. So you can reach it, but it doesn't profile very much at all. So the ride height has adjustability of belt clips. Inside the waistband holster, goes inside your pants. The hooks go over the top of your pants around your belt. Yes, you have to wear a belt. If you're a, if you're part of the saggy pants brigade, you cannot listen to this show. All right? If your pants are hanging down, you don't. Just go away. We're not going to talk to you and you can't listen to my show. So, wear a belt because that's the way properly men wear their clothes. Pants up, belts on, guns in. Life is good. So, this inside the waistband holster on the inside against you is actually got a little bit of neoprene. Now the neoprene, you know, although it would be okay on your skin, you really don't want to have to wear something this large against your skin. It's going to cause you to sweat and not, not be too comfortable. So you're going to want to wear an undershirt or some kind of an undergarment between you and the holster itself. The tension on this is caused between your body and the outside shell. So the outside shell is is formed for the gun. The inside, or left-hand side on this particular holster, um, is neoprene, and it's flexible. So your body actually presses against the left-hand side of the firearm, holding it in place. There are screws to, again, increase the tension on that, but the majority of your tension is really your body weight and then the belt coming across the outside as you cinch it up. So, no, you don't have to wear a high-waisted belt, but, you know, come on, you have to wear a belt. So that's just that's just the way it is. If you don't wear a belt, you know, pants are down, guns out, 
and it's a mess, and, and you hate for that to happen. So we want to check that out. Alien Gear has been kind enough to donate those. We're giving away the Smith & Wesson Shield outside the waistband holster, and uh, I am demoing the inside the waistband for the Smith & Wesson 642 and the inside the waistband for the Smith & Wesson Shield um, just because they're very interesting Pretty interesting uh, manner of holding these. The uh, alien gear, they want you to hold at about what's called a 430. So if your body was a clock, uh, your right hip would be three. So between your spinal column and your right hip bone, that's about the area you would carry this particular one. They do have a hardened plastic holster part that does not bend. So it's not as if you're in a, a soft leather or a Uncle Mike's or something like that, Kevlar, not Kevlar, but uh, nylon holsters that fold. These don't. And that hardened plastic you're going to want to put against a flatter part of your body, which is basically above your right, if you're right-handed, it, it'd be above your right pants pocket in the rear. That's what we're calling the 430 hold. So it clips in there. It held, held securely. I've been wearing it for a couple of days. I do enjoy them. And I'll let you know more about them. So again, you can win the Alien Gear outside the waistband holster. It'll be down there at it'll be down there at uh, Bullseye Sport and be able to pick it up. The other thing we're going to be giving away, again, as you heard from the first, first three sessions, we're going to be giving away some PHD ammo. Now, the PHD ammo is going to be in 380, 9mm, 40, and 45 ACP. How do you win it? You have to share the post on Facebook and be a podcast subscriber. How much does it cost to be a podcast subscriber? $150 a month. But this month, I'll let you sign up for free. So... My producer just fell over. It's free, guys, but that doesn't mean there's not a value to it. Every week, you'll get the show sent to you automatically. You don't have to worry about what you're doing Saturday at 1 o'clock. The show gets sent to you. That's the important part of it. Um, you'll have it delivered into your inbox. Life is good. And then we can all go out and have fun on Saturday afternoons, not worried about being around for the radio show. So get the podcast subscribed. You're saving $150 a month on the podcast subscription if you subscribe until I raise the price. So if you subscribe till I raise the price, you're going to save on that. So anyway, let's just make sure that you do. It's the easiest thing. One other thing that I need to talk to you about before this week ends, and that is this legislative session. Uh, the last couple of shows, I've tried to just focus on having fun because there are so many things going on with our state legislator and this governor. Um, we are under assault. So I, I excuse me, I counsel you to to check out the California Rifle and Pistol Association's pages, to understand what Gavin Newsom is out there trying to push, his nuisance initiative, the range of assaults we are having on our rights by this current state legislature is unprecedented. A couple of years ago, it was bad after the Sandy Hook, but they're at it again, and they're more punitive in what they're trying to do. Bottom line is, if the gun grabbers like Kevin DeLeon get his way, <clears throat> he's not the only one, but he's one of the worst, all semi-automatic box magazine, not box, detachable magazine, semi-automatic centerfire rifles will basically be illegal or have to be registered as assault weapons in California. You will only be restricted to buy one gun a month. Now, 
I've been joking about that, and I think the one gun a month should be a club, not a restriction. You know, it should be a challenge to buy one gun a month. Now, not everybody's there financially, and I get that, but I'm just joking around about that. But to be restricted is a different thing. There aren't people out there buying 20 guns a month to sell to other people that shouldn't already be in jail because they are already violating the law. So a gun a month is another restriction that is worthless. It only goes against the gun a the gun owners that are law-abiding citizens. If these folks in Sacramento and Washington, D.C. and everywhere else want to stop crime and violent crime, they need to increase the penalties for those actions. That's how you stop it because it's the criminals, stupid. The criminals are the ones that are continuing to do this. Don't make innocent people a criminal class simply by ownership. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I want to thank you for joining me. Again, we are the, uh, the, sh- the one show out there with less thunder in the mouth, more lightning in the hand. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.